This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. afternoon, my conscious co-creators. Welcome to another edition of the Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity. I am very, very pleased that you are here with me today. We've got another wonderful show with a great guest on the phone line. You know what that means. That means all you great people on the Facebook live stream get to see me all hour long. Um, but we'll be bringing him, him on the phone line shortly. I hope you guys caught our show last week with Charles Langley talking all about his experiences with a Navajo medicine man he calls Blue Horse. Really fascinating show. If you missed it, uh, please go to uh, talkradio.nyc and uh, click on my picture or, or click on the, the Conscious Consultant Hour logo and take a listen to it. A really fascinating, fascinating show. And yes, the Facebook video is out there, so um, you'll find it on facebook.com slash talkradionyc or under my personal timeline. All right, time to get started. We've got our quotes of the day, as usual, from the universe and from Abraham. Let's see what the universe and Abraham have in store for us today. First, from the universe. It's working. Every day you're getting closer. Everything you've ever wanted is being pressed towards you. Everything is clicking. Don't let the illusions trick you. Don't let the events of today dampen your spirits. Things couldn't be any better than they now are. You couldn't have more reasons to celebrate. Continue. Press on. The hardest work is done. Keep showing up. Be present. Open every door and let events unfold. Life is your stage. This is your parade. Together we can do anything. I love it when you're hot. The universe. Uh, we love our quotes from Mike Dooley in the universe, encouraging us on as uh, the universe always does, uh, reminding us that all this work that we've been doing, all the effort we've been putting forward over the years, even when it doesn't feel like it, it actually is all working in the background. And, and I kind of look at it like this. When you plant seeds in a field, right, you stick them way underground. And then by sheer faith, you're watering them, you're fertilizing them, you know, you're allowing the sun is beating down on them. And you don't really see anything happening for quite a while. Until one day, and it could be the middle of spring, late spring, or even early summer, you're looking at your field and all of a sudden... There are these little green sprouts just barely sticking up out of the ground. Just when you're about to give up all hope, like, oh, my God, it's never going to sprout. They're 
just barely sticking out. Because what we're not seeing over that whole season is that even though we're not seeing anything on the surface until that moment, underneath there is a lot going on. Those seedlings are sprouting roots. Those roots are, are taking nutrients from the soil. That plant is slowly but surely metabolizing, growing, cells are dividing. And we may not see it because it's underground, but it is ever so slowly moving up, becoming a little sprout sticking out of the ground. And then we all know what happens, right? Once that sprout sticks out of the ground, it seems so fast that that turns almost from a sprout to a stalk to a stem to flowering to leaves and bushes. And all of a sudden, wow, you've got this magnificent plant. Yet, for the first several weeks, it seemed like nothing was happening at all even though we were watering it, even though we were fertilizing it, even though we were taking care of it and protecting it from the frost. It didn't seem like anything was happening. And it's just one of those laws of nature, right? We put in time, we put in effort, we, 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 we put in our attention in a particular direction and while we're putting it in, we're feeding, we're priming the pump, we're getting everything ready but we may not actually see the results because the results come later in our lives. You know, I've probably been back into personal and spiritual development now for, I don't know, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15 years after having been away from it for, for probably 15 years. And for a lot of that time, I was doing the exercises, going to seminars, you know, filling out the workbooks, doing all these exercises, and it didn't feel like anything was happening at the time. I didn't notice a huge shift in my external reality, yet slowly but surely, little by little, all of that effort, all of that attention was actually planting the seeds and watering them and fertilizing them that eventually would sprout. And you guys know now I'm like, life is amazing. I love my life now. It is just completely awesome, right? But it didn't turn that way overnight. You know, there's this whole myth of the overnight success. Yet the vast majority of the time, overnight successes have been working at it for 30 years. So yes, continue, press on. The hardest work is done. Keep showing up, be present, and just let events unfold. The universe is saying, hey, look, don't think that all this work you've been doing has not been having an effect. It has been. It absolutely has been. So a wonderful quote from the universe encouraging us, reminding us, even when it doesn't feel like it, we are making tremendous, tremendous progress. Ooh, and before I do my quote from Abraham, just a quick shout out to all of our viewers on the Facebook live stream. Barbara, Joe Sam, Jerry, Jeff, Dell, and Brad. Brad, great to see you, brother. It's been a while. And uh, a former guest on many shows here on talkradio.nyc. All right, let's see what Abraham has in store for us today. 
Ooh, thanks for the hearts. It is really not a good idea to encourage your friends to complain about things to you. There is no value in assisting anyone to describe in detail their unhappy experiences. Abraham. Ah, truer words were never said. And I guess what Abraham is just kind of reminding us, you know, people love to complain. I'm sure you have at least one or two family members who love to complain. I'm sure you've grown up with many friends who love to complain to you. I'm sure you've met many people who love to gossip and, and talk about all this, you know, not so wonderful stuff to you. But the truth is that doesn't do anybody any good to focus on complaining because really all you're doing and as, and as Abraham says all they're doing is describing in detail unhappy experiences so how does that make us feel just think about it just just, just close your eyes for a minute and think about some unhappy experience or think about somebody who was doing something really wrong or or just think about anything that just doesn't make you feel good right how do you start feeling how does your body feel right? How's your breathing? Is it getting shallower? Do you feel kind of depressed? Is your energy kind of low? You know, it just doesn't serve us. It doesn't do any good. It doesn't help us. So by sort of giving that space and allowing people to uh, uh, complain to you, not only does it not help them, it brings their vibration down. It brings our vibration down by listening to them. Because the same way that planting those seeds of, of self-development and spiritual development and self-help over the years are all like, you know, preparing for that sprout to come up. Listening to all these complaints, listening to all that negativity, listening to people like just dump this big pile of poop on you. That is also doing something which is the exact opposite. That's causing any of these beautiful flowers to wither on the vine or before they even get to the vine. So really, today's quotes, what they're all about, they're all about environment. They're all about focus. They're all about what we are exposing ourselves to because just the sheer act of exposing ourselves to something, be it what we would what some people would label positive or negative or or enlightening or unenlightening or uplifting or unuplifting you know it all affects us even if it doesn't appear to affect us in the immediate moment even if it seems superficially to not really help us not really affect us it is in the long term you know i had a very kind of poignant moment with a friend of mine who we were very, very close for a period of time. And then I hadn't seen her for quite a long time. And um, we got together, you know, it had been uh, four or five years since we'd seen each other. And, and we just called up and we went to see a movie and go out for dinner afterwards. That was our thing, seeing movies and going out to dinner. And we started talking over dinner. And... Uh, and, and over dinner, we started talking about politics at the time. And I think at the time, um, Marianne Williamson was running for Congress. And, and, and I just happened to mention how, like, that makes me so hopeful that somebody with the level of consciousness that she has was actually running for Congress. 
And my friend jumped down my throat and was so upset at me, like, oh, you don't know, if she gets elected, she'll be just like all the others, and and, and she was, like, going down my throat, like, actually being, as if being optimistic was a crime, as if, you know, like, oh, how dare you be positive about something, because you don't know all the bad things that are going on in the world. And I realized, because over that time, she had since retired, and during her retirement, you know, what did she do? I mean, she's a wonderful person. I love her dearly. But she spent most of the time reading the news. She, every morning she'd get up, she'd read the New York Times, she'd do the crossword puzzle. I mean, she'd read the news and then she'd go and do some other stuff. But she would like, she was so immersed in current events and what was going on and all the news and all the media focuses on such negativity that even though she used to be such a wonderful, enlightening, uplifting person, that day by day, that little drip drop of all this negativity, of all the negative things going on in the world, it all affected her psyche. It all affected her. And and it actually turned her into this person who would discourage someone from being optimistic and hopeful. And to me, that was such a huge lesson. And I really, like since then, I've not had any communication with her because... I just, being around somebody you care about so much and you're so close to who talks to you like that, it just, it doesn't affect you in a positive way. So I had to take a step back. And it's unfortunate because she really is such a beautiful human being in so many other ways. So, you know, allowing people to complain and, and, and rain on your parade, it does affect you. It absolutely does. And you know what? Yeah, sometimes when it's family members, you know, you you don't have as much choice in the matter, but you can definitely limit your communication, limit what you talk about, because the environment, the, 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 the mood, the atmosphere, the energy which you allow around you, it all affects how we show up and how we live our life. So two wonderful, beautiful quotes from the universe and from Abraham. Very apropos for our, our guest, who I'll introduce uh, right after our break. A quick shout out to some more Facebook Live viewers. Anthony, uh, Michael, uh, Anne Brooke. Uh, oh, Anne says, oh, I love how yet again our worlds collide. Oh, you know Lev too. Okay, wonderful. I'll, I'll, I'll talk about my guest in a moment. But anyway, so everybody kind of please stay tuned. I got an amazing guest uh, who I'll bring on right after this break. So don't go away. We'll be right back after these messages. You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network. Are you stuck in a rut? Negative thoughts, feelings, and conversations got you down? Hi, I'm Noreen Sumter, The Potentiator. Tune in every Tuesday, 9 to 10 Eastern Time, and listen for new ideas on my show, Beyond Potential, Live Life Your Way, on talkradio.nyc. do you want to connect with? Are you an entrepreneur or entrepreneur looking to build your following? Welcome to our show. 
Follow Me Friday with Joan and Priya. Tune in every Friday at noon Eastern on talkradio.nyc. We're We're your digital connectors. connectors. Woo (laughs) (laughs) Talking Alternative Radio, 24 hours a day. Welcome back to the Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity. Welcome, Leigh and Catherine, to the Facebook live stream. And actually, for all those on the Facebook live stream, even if you're not seeing it live, it's pre-recorded. You see in the background my brand new Conscious Consultant Hour poster that we put up there. Uh, Big thanks to my friend Lydia who suggested it. Let me know what you think. I mean, I know it looks reversed on the Facebook live stream, but that's just, you know, that's Facebook. But uh, anyway, I hope you guys like it. Anyway, let us get started. Let me bring on an amazing, amazing man. He is a mastermind, counsel facilitator, leadership coach, sound therapist, and founder of The Medicine Tree, a wonderful gentleman by the name of Lev Natan. Lev utilizes sound meditation practices to create a fertile environment for his clients to access their deeper intelligence and creative imagination to effectively navigate life, relationships, career, and health in these turbulent times of accelerated complexity. He works with change makers, socially and ecologically conscious organizational leaders, entrepreneurs, and business owners, holistic practitioners, activists, and people who care deeply about humanity and the earth. He is, Lev is the author of the forthcoming book, Leading Like Trees in an Old Growth Forest, a personal call to establish a network of bioregional mastermind councils for changemakers. He is certified as an integrative sound and music practitioner through the Open Center, New York's Open Center Sound and Music Institute, and an empowerment life coach through the Empowerment Institute. And I'm very glad that his travels bring him to the Conscious Consultant Hour today. Welcome, Lev, to the Conscious Consultant Hour. Thank you so much. Really appreciate being here. Yeah, it's great having you. So uh, I'm just curious because, you know, I always like to start off uh, to allow my audience to have a a bit of a sense of a background of kind of where people come from. Uh, I mean, like, how does one get to be a, a, a mastermind facilitator and a sound therapist? I mean, did you like start off as a little kid? Were you like banging on the pots and pans and driving your parents crazy? <laughs> or uh, is this something you came to later in life? Yeah, the seeds were definitely there. Um, for me, looking back and the way that I work with, with clients, I'm uh, starting to see the, the core elements, like a triangle, are one. At one point, it's your calling, mm-hmm. that sense of calling of destiny, and then the another corner is using sound as a practice and being in relationship with sound, and that includes listening and meditation. But it's a really fundamental, like you were you were saying, and then the other corner is leadership, and really showing up and committing to 
what you care about. Uh, so where that all, how that all weaves together for me, um, I have really powerful memories. I grew up in the Boston area and uh, in a Jewish household, and we, we celebrated the Friday night Sabbath, and then we would go on Saturday to a really beautiful synagogue. And I remember having chills sometimes, not all the time, but hearing everyone singing together and ah, hearing those yes. melodies. Um, you must have had a good and, cantor in your synagogue. Well, it was, it was actually a minion. So, like, everyone ah. was, was, was collaborating and, and different people were leading. And, and so every, a lot, like, the adults really knew the songs, the melodies. And I could just feel it sometimes. I have, I'm thinking of a particular moment, just like, like, wow, you know, feeling the power of sound and of our voice. Um, and then, you know, I was also, my, my dad loved jazz music and I was like, mm. you know, breastfed jazz music. So that's what it feels like. Um, it was just always jazz in the house. Uh, um, and you know, when we were driving around, he was always, Oh, listen to this, listen to this Cole Porter songs and the lyrics and everything. Oh, nice. Um, and so then I grew up playing jazz piano in, in, in you know, small bands and big bands and, and then I was also was tap dancing. Uh, my dad introduced me to that, oh. uh, you know, through jazz, and you know that's tap dancing is this incredible uh, African American culture that is can really deeply connected with jazz. You know, that's the music of the dance of jazz in a sense. Uh, so I, I I got that that rhythm in my body, and then later in life, after high school, you know, I really felt more connected to improvisation and, you know, not going off the written note page. Um, and, you know, I got into playing African drums and then um, connecting with, with my voice in a natural way. I would just go out into the woods and drum and sing. Um, and that was really, I didn't really know what I was doing, but it felt really healing for me. Um, and so then that really wove in, to this deep passion that I just naturally felt for nature and the earth. And then looking around and seeing like, what's the point of, of life, you know, mm -hmm. what, you know, driving to school or, you know, all these people, everyone's going somewhere. And I would just have a sense of looking at people's faces and like, you know, where's everyone going? Like, what, what are we doing rushing around? <laughs> where, yeah, and, where we're rushing to. Where are we rushing to? Yeah, and, and, and then underneath that, you know, as I started to really, at a pretty, pretty early age, you know, I was reading um, a lot of books uh, about black culture because of the jazz, I think. Um, and, and, but, but from the, you know, civil rights perspective, you know, reading about Malcolm X and, um, okay. and uh, Martin Luther King. So also feeling this, this, deep sense of social justice and like mm. what is going on on our planet? Can't we get along? Uh, and then, you know, the, the love for, for the earth uh, and nature, you know, wove in there. And, and so, you know, one thing led to the next and, and really, I guess the next step on the path is, is this a connection with, with uh, native wisdom and, and indigenous uh, practices um, of spirituality and, and, 
way of life, um, which really integrated a lot for me in terms of using sound in a ceremonial context, um, but then also in a, in a purposeful or functional way to connect with nature um, and to connect with that natural power within us to uh, be, 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 you know, be grateful and to take good care of what we have and then to be protectors of it. Um, so, and, you know, and, and, and that, that's kind of the realm of leadership. That's how the way that I see it. Ah, I see. Leadership that's really connected to the, to the earth and, and to, you know, what we need to do, uh, in order to, to function as a human family. Right. So it's, it's being more mindful of our environment, our ecology, right? You know, I, I hear so often people talk about, you know, oh, we've got to save the planet. The planet doesn't need to be saved. We need to be saved because if we keep polluting our environment, we're only making things worse for us. The planet will still be here. It might look differently, but but it's we as a human species may not be around very long. Yeah, yeah. That's it, you know that's that is what I hear, and there's there's and you know I I agree with most of that, and there's this part of me in my heart. You know, I'm in, engaged in a lot of these kinds of conversations. Just this past weekend, I was at a conference, and I hear that heard that exact same thing. And there's this place in my heart where it's like 99% true, but there's this feeling that I have, and it, I think it's really connected to that place of calling or how I relate to calling mm -hmm. and to the power of mythology and story, you know, the universal story of what it means to be a human. Right. Um, that actually we are an expression of the earth itself. And so, you know, this, the idea of, well, yeah, we, we definitely need to save ourselves for sure so that we can, uh, you know, be responsible members of this integral earth community. But we have a essential role here. Um, and it's, it's being, uh, we're, we're, it's still being discovered in a sense. We're growing into our maturity, I would say, as a human species. You know, in a sense, the way that we're operating and functioning right now as a species is in an adolescent kind of phase of development. Yeah, absolutely. You know, look at our whole, right? And, and so we have that capacity and there, it's a deep intuition. I can't necessarily prove it to you, but from a mythological level, I feel a deep, there's a deep truth in the fact that we're actually uh, intrinsic and essential members of the Earth community. So this it's just a, a, a very, very subtle difference of just like, well, we need to save ourselves. It's actually this sense that... Um, yeah, we, we really do need to play our role. And because and, I feel like when, when I just say, well, we need to save ourselves, the earth will be fine. Most it's like that's activating on a certain level. But when I feel myself as an integral, essential member of the earth community, I feel my whole being light up. And so that's what I'm going with. Right, and, right. Yeah. No, I, I like I usually say that because I just know it's easier to appeal to people's self interest than their than to appeal, you know, many times to their higher um, sense of self or their higher 
uh, uh, spirit, um, depending on your audience and depending on who you're talking to. And if you're talking to people who are already on a spiritual path and already developing their consciousness and already kind of taking actions in the right direction, then it's easier to kind of, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, look at it from a point of view of creatorship and our, our greater role within this ecology. I mean, we're a part of the ecology. We're not separate from it. But in general, when you're dealing with people who've maybe not quite gotten that far, it's usually a little bit easier to kind of get into their their consciousness yeah. to say, hey, look, you know, we got to do this for ourselves. And, and I also include in that for like our own enlightenment, our own pleasure, like to yeah. save the diversity of, of, of species of animals and plants and fish because it's so enjoyable to see them and watch them and to teach our kids about them because, you know, if we kill off all the elephants, then, like, who's going to... How are we going to teach our children and our grandchildren about elephants? They're not here anymore. So it's, it's again, trying to appeal to our, our, our self-interest in an enlightened way so that people mm-hmm. get that you know, taking care of the environment is something that benefits us as much as anything or anyone else. Absolutely. Wonderful. Absolutely. Yeah. Wonderful. Okay. So time for us to take another quick break. When we come back from break, let's talk about the medicine tree, you know, what that is, what its mission is and, and, and like what it is that, that you're trying to accomplish with the medicine tree. Okay. Sounds great. All right, everybody, please stay tuned. You're listening to the Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity. My guest this hour is Lev Natan, founder of The Medicine Tree, and we will be right back after these messages. You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network. Are you into comics, movies, and pop culture at large? What about music and TV? Then you're in for a treat. This is Michael Dolce, your host on TalkingAlternative.com. I've been professionally writing comic books, screenplays, and music articles for almost 15 years. Catch my show, Secrets of the Sire, at its new primetime slot, Wednesdays, 8 p.m. Eastern Time, and get the inside scoop on the pop culture universe you love to talk about. For more info, go to SecretsOfTheSire.com. Hello, this is Bruce Chamoff, host of the Web Design and Technology Coach. Join me and my guests every Tuesday from 8 to 9 p.m. as we discuss the latest in web design, social media marketing, search engine optimization, and technology. We also discuss popular topics including WordPress, making money online, better Google rankings, and more. Every month, we also feature the best unsigned music from around the world right here on talkradio.nyc. Talking Alternative Radio, 24 hours a day.
And welcome back to the Conscious Consultant Hour Awakening Humanity. A uh, quick shout out to Joan and Cole on our Facebook live stream. Thank you guys for joining us. Again, uh, people on the Facebook live stream, let me know what you think of our nice little Conscious Consultant Hour poster in the background. Anyway, so we're speaking with Lev Natan, and uh, you're the founder of The Medicine Tree. So what is The Medicine Tree? What's it all about? And, and what's its mission? Thank you. The mission of The Medicine Tree is to grow an alliance of change makers who are committed to creating a viable future for the generations to come. And, and so and, just for the sake of clarity, what do you mean by change makers? People who in their hearts feel that we need to do something different here that in their hearts. And then they, there's, there's a, a, an awareness of that and that they're committed to putting that awareness into action. Um, um, so who I work with on the ground in, like in, in real life is uh, socially and environmentally conscious organizational leaders, okay. uh, holistic healing practitioners and uh, social entrepreneurs and social impact business owners. I also work with, uh, creative educators who are you know working in schools um, and spiritual leaders and, and faith-based communities. Um, it's really more of a point of view that brings change makers together. That this sense, this deep commitment to uh, a viable future for generations to come, and really the growing vision. Uh, moving forward is to bring people from all of the different sectors of society together uh, in cross-pollination and collaboration, um, you know, to create something that that's, uh, we don't know what, what's going to happen, but it's important for us to be uh, in connection. And really, I, it's, it's important for me um, to share, uh, you know, a vision that I, I saw uh, 12 years ago that really is what has activated this work for me. Um, would you, that, that, is this a good time to do that? You want to ask yeah, a question? Yeah, well, I, I just want to ask you, like, you, you bring these people together, um, and in what way? Like, how do you, you bring them together and do what exactly? We work in councils, in mastermind councils, primarily. Okay. Uh, you know, there's different levels of engagement. You know, there's just having, um, you know, monthly conversations. Mm -hmm. There's a sacred conversation that I hold every month. We have one uh, coming up next week. And then people who want to engage more deeply, we meet uh, every week in, in small group councils to really focus focus on starting with gratitude, what's going well, you know, and appreciation, you know, what, what, what am I grateful for? And, and that creates that heart and mind coherence, uh, which brings forth intelligence, greater intelligence and creativity. And then we move into a visionary space. You know, what is my vision and moving forward for my life? And how does that connect with the, the collective movement for change? Uh, how do those how does my personal work and my um, 
engagement with the collective uh, come together and weave together and integrate. So there's a, a time to, to be speaking into that vision. And then we move into action. You know, what are the goals that you need to be engaged with in the next week, in the next month, the next three months? What are the milestones? And so then there's this accountability process that um, becomes activated each and every week um, just by the nature of people speaking into that space. And then there's an organic, uh, you know, collaboration that happens, people sharing resources and ideas and creativity with each other. And also, even, you know, today I had uh, a couple councils, and e even when someone's going through an incredibly challenging time, you know, that's also nourishing. Uh, you know, if someone just had a recent death in his uh, network of friends or, um, you know, someone is, is on their way out with uh, diagnosed with cancer, and he was able to show up on the call uh, and be real about it. And, and there's like this immediate transformation. Um, and I wanted to... Yeah, so let's uh, let's talk about that a little bit more. I'm wondering if maybe you can give us some other like that's a great example, but maybe some other examples of like what's the benefit for the people involved in the councils? You know, like what has happened in the past? Like what's shifted for somebody, or what's uh, uh, you know how would they get affected by it that has helped them in whatever way? Mm -hmm. Well, just today on the councils, um, there's a few examples. Okay. One. You know, I, I have a uh, a man who's who's developing a web application for authentic connection and communication. He's a storyteller. He goes around and and, and um, creates events. And he was, you know, sharing about the to do, the action steps involved. Uh, and and once he got finished with that, he said, "But you know what? The real reason underneath why I'm really doing this is because." the way that we engage on social media and in the news media in general, it, it does, doesn't feel right to me. And that's why I'm doing it. That's why I'm, I wanted to offer something different. And everyone in the group felt the, the, the just pure, innocent, honest truth behind it. And, and, you know, having that reflection back, you know, we shared, you know, that's what needs to come at the front. Uh, of your developing this this web application, the why, your point of view, and and then people will really get it. So, you know, those when when someone is able to connect with that voice of calling, you know, and have that space to allow it to come forth. You know, another member of the council today, we were going through our our goals, and he's you know he's talking about his family goals. He's an he's a organizational leader in Boston. Right. Um, working on, uh, uh, you know, forest gardens and, and reclaiming land. And, you know, so he has goals around his organization and, um, and then his personal health. And then all of a sudden, you know, this idea for a book just popped up and he, and he shared that. And I've been working for, with him for almost a year now, and I've never heard him talk about a book. And mm. so again, it's, it's, engaging in this practice of, of going into this resonant field of what is going to be that nexus point, that connection between where my calling is 
you know, what's unique, what the unique thread is that I have to weave into the fabric of the whole uh, and, you know, what's needed, you know, and, and, and then when you're, when you're engaged in re- those kinds of relationships and that kind of conversation um, on a regular basis, new p- possibilities open up. And then there's the, the accountability piece, right, of coming back each and every week and being accountable to yourself within a, a group of people that are also accountable to themselves and to each other about the things that really matter, that, that, that are really connected to your heart and to the sense of calling, um, and, and bringing forth that aspect of your work and business. Um, so, so I mean, really, they're, they're real like mastermind groups. I mean, in the in sort of the traditional sense, they're real like mastermind groups where everybody uh, shows up and, and talks about, you know, their goals, their actions and is then held accountable for them, except you're doing them with sort of more specific person purpose in mind, not just for help somebody in their business. Yeah, it's, it's, there's a holistic sense. Um, for each individual looking at their whole life and really wanting people to be alive and, 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 and vital in, in all aspects of their life. But then there's this whole other dimension um, that, you know, is a, is a study in, in, in that's it's really emerging right now. Um, you know, in quantum physics, it's, you know, the observer effect and, and the butterfly effect. Um, and in, in the social activism world, a book just came out called, uh, called Subtle Activism. Mm. Uh, and also Rupert Sheldrake talks about the morphogenetic fields or morphic yeah. resonance. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we're also engaging those kinds of principles to say that it's not just that we're coming together planning what we're going to do and then the planning is uh, effective for later results. We're actually saying that the work that we're doing in the circle is uh, in and of itself is a subtle form of activism. We're actually in training a field of consciousness and coherence that is benefiting um, the, the larger web of life. Gotcha, gotcha. And how long have you been running these councils now? In one form or another for about seven years. Seven years. And so I'm just wondering if uh, briefly before we go to our next break, if maybe you can uh, tell our audience of how these councils and, and being in this kind of energy and creating this kind of field around you, how has that helped you personally? Well, I would say the the main point is it's kept me plugged in to uh, not just hope but but commitment and and belief that this that we're going to create a viable future together that there's a network a root system uh, like a mycelial net of uh, human consciousness and and heart energy uh, that is going to be able to stabilize um, this planet for the future generations of which, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm uh, on my way to, you know, wanting to be a father in, in very soon. Uh-huh. So, that, so that's, that's something that 
um, is deep to close to my heart, you know, to have a, a, a world for, to, to raise children in, you know, that's very important to me mm-hmm. and, and to, and to feel, um, that I'm doing everything in my power, uh, to make it happen. And, and so this is a pathway for me that I feel, um, you know, intuitively and spiritually and then socially and even scientifically from the level of quantum physics and those principles of reality that it has a real impact and a, de- a deep impact. Right. Okay. Wonderful. Wonderful. All right. Believe it or not, it's time for us to take our last break of the show. Uh, quick shout out to some people on the Facebook live stream. Kevin, Mila, and Nicholas, welcome. And Jennifer says, really appreciating this. Um, it's a much longer post than that, but I'm just going to say really appreciating this from Jennifer. Thank you, Jennifer. Okay, so um, we're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, um, we'll just talk about maybe how can people get involved in these councils and, and sort of what do you see coming next for the medicine tree? And uh, we'll let people know how to get in touch with you. Okay, Lev? Sounds great. All right. So everybody, please stay tuned. You're listening to the Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, and we'll be right back after these messages. You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network. Are you a conscious co-creator? Are you on a quest to raise your vibration and your consciousness? I'm Sam Leibowitz, your Conscious Consultant, and on my show, The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, we will touch upon all these topics and more. Listen live at our new time on Thursdays at 12 noon Eastern Time. That's The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, Thursdays, 12 noon on talkradio.nyc. Are you feeling unhappy with your body, shape, or size? Ever feel out of control with food? I'm Elizabeth from Nourish the Soul, and on the show, you will uncover the root to these imbalances and discover a permanent solution to having a healthy relationship to food and your body. Join us every Thursday morning at 11 a.m. Eastern Time on talkradio.nyc. TalkingAlternative.com Welcome back to the Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity. We've been speaking this hour with Lev Natan, uh, founder of The Medicine Tree. So, Lev, um, so obviously there are these virtual calls. What are the, what are the different ways that if people want to get involved, they can get involved? And, and how do you work with people both locally and, and at a distance? Because it sounds like you work with people very virtual as well. Absolutely. Yeah, most of what I do right now is uh, via Zoom uh, video conference, um, but it's a really exciting time 
where the medicine tree is growing in a beautiful way. So um, I see it just like the rings on a tree. You know, the, when you when you cut a uh, you know see the stump of a tree, you see those rings. So at at the core, you know, I, I definitely work with people one on one. You know, and that's um, an important. Uh, aspect of the work as well you know there's a there's community in the one-on-one element and and also the people who are in the one-on-one relationship coaching relationship also uh, attend the monthly mastermind community calls Mm -hmm. Uh, so once a month we have all of the councils gathering together uh, for uh, a teaching call uh, on a particular topic and then the rest of the weeks of the call, uh, excuse me, of the month, we have the small group councils meeting um, at different times. And then, um, so I'm going to just in, in, in the next, uh, in the springtime, going to be implementing uh, a membership model as well, okay. where people can just b- sign up and be part of that monthly call. Um, if they if they're not ready to commit to a weekly engagement, but they'll they'll be part of the community and the Facebook group, and then I also am doing these sacred conversations, um, which you don't need to be in a committed relationship with the medicine tree. You can just come to these monthly calls um, on you know different aspects of the point of view, um, different focuses. Next week we're going to be talking about listening to the whisper within, you know, how to attune to the voice of your calling, specifically going deeper into the aspect of calling. So those are just monthly calls you can you can show up to, and those are also on Zoom. And then locally, uh, I live in the, the Berkshires, so I'm also starting um, those kinds of sacred conversations, you know, live, um, in, just in my living room, to tell you the truth, uh, next month. Uh, and we're going to also be doing um, s- seasonal retreats uh, starting uh, in, in the fall. Um, so, you know, if, if you're interested in, you know, traveling to the Berkshires um, in the Northeast, you know, we can, you know, we'd love to have you for the, for the retreats for the Alliance. And, and really that's the model um, over the next year, to, you know, five years, really the, the mission is to grow this alliance um, of relationships, uh, people, change makers who are, who are really connected to each other and engaging in these uh, long-term relationships. You know, I see us just kind of like in, in the old times that elders would get together in communities and talk about, you know, what is it going to take to raise the kids these days? You know, what is it going to take to create a, a, a vibrant, healthy community? And we really need to have councils, have focused groups of people that know each other deeply coming together and focusing on those questions together. And um, like, uh, so on a practical level, you know, we've talked about how that is valuable and useful for each individual in the circle. And then it's really practical um, for the community, for the organizations and businesses and the community groups that are being impacted by people who are engaging in this level of 
focus and intention. And then, as I said, on that subtle level, there's this electrical current, this energetic amplification of an entrained resonance with uh, a, a, a really a different frequency than what our dominant paradigm is operating on. Um, so those are the different ways. In short, you know, you can go to my website, themedicinetree.com, sign up just for my email list, and check out the sacred conversations. And uh, I, I keep those small so that there's an intimacy in, in those conversations. So there's going to be two calls next week, um, each with just five people. There's five spots for each of those calls. Um, and and so, you know, we can just engage in the conversation and, you know, you're welcome to, you know, write me an email uh, or, uh, you know, you can go to the contact on my website and, and be in touch. Okay, great. Great. And I just before we sign off, I just want to briefly ask you about your forthcoming book, uh, Leading Like Trees in an Old Growth Forest. What do you mean by that? Well, yeah, I was trying to have time to, to talk about this, this vision. But basically, a number of years ago, I, I had a vision of old growth trees sprouting up all around the planet, instantaneously creating, uh, re reforesting our planet with old growth uh, trees. And it's really inspired me, you know, brought me to do this work and more as a metaphor um, of, of a lot of things, but it's a metaphor for leadership. It, when I was out at the Redwoods, visiting the Redwoods, it had a huge impact on me to see them standing so powerfully and with such wisdom and integrity to tell you the truth. There's this energy, that quality. And we each have that opportunity and I would say responsibility at this time to stand like that in our lives, uh, you know, for our own sake individually, like you said, for our self-interest. Mm -hmm. um, that's our being our best self makes our lives better. But then for that whole web of life that we're talking about. And the only way to do that that I am seeing is the way that old growth trees actually do do it is look when we go under the ground, they actually have very shallow roots, the redwood trees, but their roots are all interconnected. They're actually mm. holding on to each other quite literally. Mm. Uh, and so that's what really I am intending and what we're doing in those councils. We're creating this interconnected root system um, of connection and relationship between us so that we each have the capacity to stand in our leadership. Oh, beautiful. Beautiful. Okay. So once again, your website is? TheMedicineTree.com. Wonderful. TheMedicineTree. Yeah. And is that the best way for people to get in touch with you? Absolutely. Wonderful. And um, any uh, uh, events or anything coming up in the near future? I know you mentioned you have calls every week. Uh, anything besides that coming up that you want to uh, highlight to our audience? Absolutely. Actually, it's uh, it's funny. You know, you're based right in Manhattan. Um, yeah. You know, I used I used to live in Brooklyn, and I, my wife uh, was in Brooklyn for ten years. I was in the Hudson Valley, and then I moved down there, and now we moved here to the Berkshires, but she is the owner of the, uh, the Brooklyn Acupuncture Project, 
uh, in Gowanus. And it just so happens that this weekend we're doing um, two acupuncture sound bath uh, workshops Saturday night, 7 to 9, and Sunday, 4.30 to 6.30. And we've been doing this for almost four years together. So she's a a phenomenal acupuncturist. And then I play didgeridoo and uh, flute, tuning fork, singing bowls, and and sing melodies as well. And uh, we really, it's really beautiful. It's a really restorative experience. And, um, and where can people find out about that? They can go to my website also on the calendar okay. uh, of my website. Yeah, this weekend. Um, and then we do that every season. So this is focused specifically for the equinox, really tuning uh, into the spring energy. And then we'll be back in June also for, for the summer solstice. The summer. Beautiful. Beautiful. Well, Lev, thank you so much for taking the time out to be on the show. It's been a pleasure having you. Um, I wish you much luck and much success with your endeavors. Thank you so much. I really appreciate being on, you know, having you uh, ask me to be a guest here. And it's an amazing show. I really appreciate everything you were saying, you know, about the the seeds growing. And it was very resonant, you know, Mm -hmm. at the beginning of of the hour. So I really appreciate that. And, uh, you know, thank you to each and every one of you that was listening and, you know, it's a great community here. Yes. Thank you so much. And Regina on the Facebook live stream said she's really enjoying the conversation. Thank you, Regina. And welcome Lee. All right. Beautiful. Well, thank you so much. Appreciate it, Lev. And thank you all my wonderful listeners, your wonderful group of conscious co-creators. Um, we will be back next week. Uh, it happens every time, uh, Thursday, 12 noon Eastern to 1 p.m. I have a wonderful woman, local woman, uh, coming in, uh, uh, Rana, next week, I believe, who's an author of a new book. I think you'll really like her as well, and she's going to be in studio, so I hope you'll catch that one. And, of course, don't forget, stay tuned on Fridays for Joan and Priya with Follow Me Friday and Tony Martinetti Nonprofit Radio starting at 12 noon tomorrow Friday and 1 p.m. on Fridays. Thank you so much for listening. I love you guys. Take care, and I will talk to you next week. You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network. Are you stuck in a rut? Negative thoughts, feelings and conversations got you down? Hi, I'm Noreen Sumter, the Potentiator. Tune in every Tuesday, 9 to 10 Eastern Time, and listen for new ideas on my show, Beyond Potential, Live Life Your Way, on talkradio.nyc. Are you feeling unhappy with your body, shape, or size? Ever feel out of control with food? I'm Elizabeth from Nourish the Soul, 
And on this show, you will uncover the root to these imbalances and discover a permanent solution to having a healthy relationship to food and your body. Join us every Thursday morning at 11 a.m. Eastern Time on talkradio.nyc. Hey, all you crazy listeners. Looking to boost your business? Why not advertise on Talking Alternative with very reasonable rates? Interested? Simply email at info at talkingalternative.com. Are you into comics, movies, and pop culture at large? What about music and TV? Then you're in for a treat. This is Michael Dolce, your host on TalkingAlternative.com. I've been professionally writing comic books, screenplays, and music articles for almost 15 years. Catch my show, Secrets of the Sire, at its new primetime slot, Wednesdays, 8 p.m. Eastern Time, and get the inside scoop on the pop culture universe you love to talk about. For more info, go to secretsofthesire.com. You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network at www.talkingalternative.com. Now, broadcasting 24 hours a day. Talking Alternative. Are you a conscious co-creator? Are you on a quest to raise your vibration and your consciousness? I'm Sam Leibowitz, your Conscious Consultant, and on my show, The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, we will touch upon all these topics and more. Listen live at our new time on Thursdays at 12 noon Eastern Time. That's The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, Thursdays, 12 noon on talkradio.nyc. listening to the Talking Alternative Network. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.